tackling complex societal issues or they'll be like this Important is not issues. what we signed up for <laughs> yeah Important issues. No, it's like, well, do you remember, um, did you ever read Wizard, the, the comic book price guide? Yeah. Okay, like, it used to be the fucking most hilarious thing ever. And then the deal was, like, um, they started getting, like, reader feedback about, like, hey, all the articles that are, like, seriously about the collectability of things that are totally uncollectible because we don't understand how scarcity and market demand works. Yeah. Those are way better than the funny articles. And then, and the, and the magazine stopped being funny. And I was like, this sucks. So it's like, I mean, you never know what the fuck people. Yeah. So how you end up with Miranda Sings, you don't know what people are going to want. Yeah. Well, plus, and I, I'm not super worried about offending people because the whole point of this podcast is to, tell you how much your favorite music sucks i'm offended matt i mean I was, that was you to the audience that not was... <laughs> not recommended for the easily offended right yeah i mark every episode explicit i just assume somebody said fuck at some point i said shit at, uh sh- shit's live af or whatever from yeah the... i just assume uh but yeah so uh let's do we oh yeah let me see if i still have the uh you posted that on my Facebook, right? I posted it either on yours or Jalapeno Heats. I think you posted one of mine and a different one. Yeah, on, yeah. On no, my... I did, but I don't remember. I don't remember which went where. Needs more string theory. Did you see the? Did you see the comment <laughs> thread with his with that moron <laughs> on the one on on Eddie's? It was so funny. Because Eddie replies, because needs more string theory, should have at least 50 dimensions or something. <laughs> and this guy was like, no, but like it was already a good joke because string theory has 10 dimensions in it. And he's like, ah, you uh, moron. Yeah. He's like, is, is your name Ben? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I tell you? Uh, did I tell you what I was going to do next time I see him? No. So... Do you know about these buttons I made? Did I ever tell you about this? Oh, yeah. No, you did. Yeah, you okay, did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I found them. Oh, yeah. I have them. <laughs> oh, good. I offered Jill one. Right. I go, do you want one of these buttons? And she was like, yes. And then she saw how big they were. And she was like, no. Yeah. I have like little <laughs> buttons on things. She's like, I don't need a huge-ass button saying I have a head injury. <laughs> All right. So uh, I found the dude's thing. Uh, this dude, James Goodall, posted... A video with his 11 string bass which goes down to c sharp zero and f sharp zero the thing about this bass it's not just how many strings it is yeah like when you look at the the cover picture i don't know what the in youtube parlance that is the picture that you see before you push play on the video it looks fake (laughs) yeah no it looks photoshop because this the dude who appears to be an average sized person (laughs) is standing there (laughs) And then there's like a model spaceship strapped onto him. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's 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 like most of a tree, probably. I don't know. It's it's insane. He has, yeah. This is the largest. The scale length on this thing's got to be what, like fifty inches? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say. I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't say. Um, but anyway, let's let's listen to the little like a little bit of it. You're probably gonna have to skip past a bunch of him talking. Yeah. Probably going to have to go like four minutes in before he 
actually plays anything. Definitely gonna that. Okay, well, let's just let's preface this anyway, since I started to, and then it's interrupted by the thing I've been trying to load for five minutes. Um, so uh, guitars added a low B string uh, in early nineties. No, late eighties. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. I mean, well, some jazz guys did it. Right, like, like earlier, way earlier yeah. but but mass production, mass production, and Steve I rock, got, rock and or roll guitars got Ivanez to make him some in '89, uh-huh. and then the first production runs were 1990. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they they added this. So actually, when so the thing is, what's kind of funny about this is Steve I actually wanted a higher string. He he was trying to get a seventh string to get a higher string, mm. but unsurprisingly, it would just break. <laughs> so yeah. so then he was like a lower string i guess yeah. uh yeah so he added a low b and then um and then this kind of blew up when uh corn were playing universes that uh they actually tuned they they then took the b and they tuned the whole thing down to a um so yeah well and so so i feel like there's there's two sides of it right there's like the the technical wanky guitar player side which is steve Vai, and then um shortly thereafter petrucci got one because he probably saw steve buys and was like i need one of those too uh it has more strings oh, i can play that yeah because on awake, awake there was, aw- yeah like lie yeah. that riff is on a seven yeah. right he had actually i have the the i think it's the same you know the the original run black uh universe with the green yeah 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 and so then all, so all the prog guys jumped on him um but basically after the initial corn and uh volume whatever all, after the initial seven string boom like a bunch of dudes realized they could just tune to that on a six string and well, so they so some people had already been tuning down because right. this was the thing so um uh at the gates yeah right that album was played on ibanez maxis uh slaughter of the soul is what i'm talking about which mm-hmm. i think is in c Sounds and right. same carcass is in c yeah um actually yeah slaughter of the soul might be in b i forget but they're right. They're tuned. Carcass was tuned down on a six. Uh, At the gates was tuned down on a six. Yeah. And and right. So th- I feel like there was a lot of a lot of C's, and then more B's started to pop up when people were playing. Some people were playing sevens. Right. And then other people were just like, oh, we can just tune down to B or A on a six, and you know. Yeah, and and well, and it was one of those deals because right, if you weren't if you weren't shreddy. Yeah. Like you don't need the high notes. Yeah, you and weren't, you weren't like, oh man, I really need those high notes. And if you don't have clean parts, where like you're like, well, I'm gonna play these, you know, these, uh, you know, first position chords that you yeah. learn, you know, your first week of playing guitar. Like, yeah. Right. Then like, right, just tune a six down. And yeah. it, and there's lots of guys that are still doing that. Carcass right. are still doing yeah. it. Soil work are doing it. So what's funny is, uh, but now there's this sort of second wave of extended range guitars. Oh yeah, no, because it died. Right, exactly. That's, That's the, the point. That it, the so there was like this boom in the '90s, and then everyone was just like, "Fuck that shit." Right by the late '90s. So yeah. because so Ibanez, this I think it's most accurately tracked by the manufacturing demand. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Because so they in the early '90s they started making this stuff, and then it wasn't till Corn. And then they started selling all this stuff. So like, say like around 94, lot they were selling a lot of these and then they made uh, more models, right? So the original universes were pretty wonky looking. And then they made the all black one, which was short lived. And then they made the 7620s, which were like the cheap, uh, the ch- cheap version. So if you want, you needed a seven string, but you didn't have 
you know, cash, like, to prevent you from down-tuning your 6, like, they made the crappy 7620s, um, and then they made the fixed version one, which, uh, 7621, but then, like, by 2001 or 2002, they stopped all of that. The only thing that you could buy was, um, there was one version of the universe remaining, which was the crazy Steve Vai one with the eye triangle oh, and yeah. like the binding and everything and like the the mirror pick guard yeah the one that every band at Prague power used for like five years yeah right because it was the only one you could buy right but uh, they also managed to like you know copy john petrucci's haircut and shit at the uh, time like there was always a way you could tell the guy was way too into petrucci beyond just the guitar the guitar was the first obvious sign but there was always some other thing where i was like do you have like the same goatee as Petrucci or something? Like something else here is way too Petrucci like, and I feel like you're trying too hard to. Anyway, maybe. At least they didn't have Nada cuts. Yeah. Um. But right. So then. Right. So then shit came roaring back. Yeah. Roaring back, and so, but it's weird because the thing is, so I feel like Meshuggah were a driver of a lot of this. Yeah. And the and they've definitely been the driver of getting from like say seven to like eight or nine strings yeah. on guitar but at the same time like mashuka songs have leads yeah like even when they're not sometimes there are really noodling but even when they're not crazy technical they're high up yeah but then but so many of these bands don't and the and the definitive example of this is the gent stick yeah. right yeah Right, so this guy, he took like a broomstick or something. It's just like a plank of wood, and he put one string and an EMG on it. And he, <laughs> and then he went on YouTube. You should watch this video if you yeah. haven't seen it. And he recorded uh, a cover of "After the Burial," and it's 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 amazing because it's it's dead on, man. Yeah. And he's playing a the crappiest looking plank of wood. Like there, there's no <laughs> controls. It's just an EMG and one string, and it's like, and like, yeah. So all in all these bands, like, have it's like they have these crazy extended range things and like fan frets and and eight or nine strings, and it literally is too many strings for what yeah. they they're doing. They need as it's the gent stick like that guy the gent yeah. stick dude he made other gent sticks and recorded other songs too yeah he showed he's like you need one string for a lot of this yeah well and and uh that's the thing like it's kind of how it was in the 90s like the only time anyone would use the high strings was for the one weird like kind of weird chord in like the verse part before they went back to the stuff you know what i mean just to like create the space between those riffs but uh the same kind of thing happened with the gent stuff only the thing now is you play you play high up and you play some weird chord well you play the atmospheric part right and then you let the axe effects echo it a million ways for like five minutes it's so reverberated (laughs) and like yeah yeah no because they like everybody got that playbook from bulb yeah but but that's only but that's only like the 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 straight up gent bands like like if you're in like tesseract or what i don't even know who else is a gent band right now like monuments kind of yeah yeah um, like all those bands but if yeah. but if you're but right but if you're in born of osiris or like yeah. after the burial or whatever it's all just like bom, bom, oh yeah bom, bom, bom. so okay so let's back up a second so similar to the steve Vai thing mashuga was basically the impetus for the eighth string right they basically wanted 
they were tuning their sevens down and they wanted to go further. And then it wasn't like catch 33 was supposed to be like all bass, but that's when instead they were talking to Ibanez and they're like, well, here, we'll yeah, make an eight string. Yeah. And I, don't, where that, I don't have all the details. I don't know if that story's apocryphal or not. I mean, it might yeah. be true. It might not be. I don't, right. I, I mean, that's, I, don't I probably got but, that on Wikipedia or whatever, but that's yeah. what I've heard um, is that it started with. But uh, right. They did tons of stuff because so they, they I mean, they even re-recorded nothing because they felt like when they did it, uh, it was wonky because they were tuned down too low for those guitars. But yeah. I mean, I think the original recording sounds better than the than the re-recording in part because they changed some of the songs. Oh, yeah. Um, they made some of them longer. Uh, so but yeah no they were totally they were totally the ones ones driving it and they have a you know they have the la custom shop the la ms custom shop is making them stuff like seemingly every week like every yeah. time i see Sugar play <laughs> yeah they have new guitars yeah yeah we talked about that they for have the heavy montreal they episode. have new black guitars <laughs> with one pickup yes <laughs> if you want to hear more about their guitars that we saw at heavy montreal go back and listen to one of our heavy Montreal episodes. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is. You should probably just download all three and then and then figure out which is the one that has the right stuff on. Yeah. Or don't listen to it. Just download all three and then forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, so now, uh, okay, so for people who know how notes work, so seven strings went down to B typically, and then eight strings now typically you go down to F sharp. Uh, the video of this ridiculous guy we're about to watch goes down to a lower F sharp. Well, first of all, he's, he has an extended bass. Right, he has an extended bass. Now, the, oh, the other interesting thing about A strings, though, is I think that the low F sharp string, which some bands, like, for example, like Animals as Leaders, tune to, like, drop E, so it basically keeps going down to the E an octave below the standard guitar E, which I think is it the same E as bass? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and the 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 thing is, uh, in animals as leaders' defense, so like they don't they don't have a bass player. Right. No, it makes right. sense for them. Yeah. I'm just saying that's it's a common tuning, and the point is like you're basically tuning guitar the same as the bass, and well, no, the high end of the bass. Right. Yeah. So there's overlap, but you're it's not like the straight. It's not like the it's not like the uh, the first string. So uh, I got a is say something before i say this i count the strings in the opposite direction that everyone else counts the strings okay most people will say the first string is the high string for me the first string is the low string okay okay so when you when you drop your guitar all the way down to you know the the octave down e you're not you're not at the base okay so you're still e. one octave up from the from yeah bass. but you're at the high end of the bass now right so there's overlap, but it's right. not it's not necessarily replacing, but it's still right. sort of you're in the bass's range. Right. Like yeah. j you could just let the bass play that. Exactly. But you know, guitar players have to steal everyone's right. thunder. Well and then and then gent bands, I think a lot I think the reason that we have stuff like this guy is because some people are like, Well, let me tune my bass like because a five string bass will go down to a B and then rather than just, you know, play the same F sharp or E that you already have some people are like, my bass needs to go down another octave. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, so if you buy a normal six string bass, it's actually, it's just a five string. It's the low beat. Right. And then the high, the, the, the additional string is actually a higher string. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but now, some people get crazy. Right. And then the other thing is there's now nine strings, which 
I think have, I've never heard one sound remotely necessary. Well, and actually, I know a guy who has a nine, and he and he was like, I can't get. He's like, I just have it doubling the eighth string because I can't get it to sound coherent yeah. at any lower pitch. Because the when you the gauge you need to have the string not be super floppy, like you you can't distort it. Just is like fuzz. There's yeah. no definition to it. So. Right, and that's why, like, a lot of bass lines, like, any recorded bass you've heard, even if it's, like, fuzz bass or whatever, it's doubled. There's, the, there's like, they're playing it clean as well. Yeah. Because it's just that's why that I, tone I hate doesn't work. distorted bass for right. that reason, because you, you're, like, the note is gone. Right, and so you have, right, you have to double track it. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, what was I saying about the, um, uh, about the, we were talking about the ninth string. Oh, right, but, like, no, and so that's sort of the thing, like, sort of that sound, that ninth, string sound or whatever for when you think about like glass cloud or whatever it's not there's no definition on it it's yeah. the whole the whole point of the sound is sort of this like <laughs> like yeah. I can't, I, so speaking of a, no, like no definition note. let's now i think we've we've prefaced enough you're not going to be able to hear these notes you're gonna have to go forward like to fourth minutes because he talks forever before he starts playing yeah there you go you can't hear it He's oh yeah playing. i'm gonna skip the scales too to where he plays a quote-unquote song because that's when you can really hear that. Wave. No, but I, I need to point out, we we were just listening to him play. You probably yeah, that little hear rumble it. sound. Well, no, but, but there you they probably heard the rumble. Right. But there was another note that he played that you couldn't right. hear. Well, right, right. But I'm saying, yeah, this becomes so it's extra apparent. Sub audible. I mean, he plays through some scales, which kind of also demonstrate that you can't discern <laughs> nine out of ten notes. Uh, <laughs> like basically, his lowest two strings are worthless. Yeah, and. I'm just gonna play a song from my old band. It doesn't go down to the C sharp, but it gets down to F sharp on it. And, it's and it's, you still can't tell. Like it, he basically doesn't even use the lowest string. So, but the two strings above that are almost as indistinct on their own. Now he actually moved all the way up to the seventh fret at one point there. Like he's playing like riffs, like. It just sounds it just like the sounds same like note. he's hitting one note randomly, but he's he's not. Dude, 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 I'm dude. gonna post the link to this because it's <laughs> it's worth seeing it because you can see how much his fingers move, and you're like, w w really? Right. Why? I mean, right now it just sounds like I'm on auto body shop, and like somebody's <laughs> trying to to start. Someone's like starting their bike up. Right. Yeah. But but it's actually different. Okay, I think that's enough. Yeah. Um. Also, that's a song from that dude's <laughs> band. <laughs> right now, again, we need to reiterate that did not use the lowest string. Right. The thing has a more unintelligible range than that. And technically, this is an eleven-string bass. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's um, it's out of control. The crazy yeah. kids in their in their string. No, I mean the whole the whole thing about this is suitability for purpose, right? Yeah. And it's and it's here. Here's the deal. Like I love the gent stick because it shows like that's what you need. And I I wish you know it, I wish people would just be like I need a longer scale length and just play normal. But this idea of like, well, I'm gonna make it really hard. To play the three notes I need because I I like have most of a tree that I have to wrap my hand around, uh you know, and it's gonna jack up the price on this thing and and make it 
heavier. Like it's like why like why are you doing this? Yeah. And even even some of the people that do stuff like uh so was it Novax that made the Charlie Parker like the fan fret eight string where it has two um it has like two sets of pickups and it has a stereo oh, output. Yeah, because the bass strings are considered bass strings. Right. So he's playing a bass, but it but the thing that's weird about that is like I feel like so in this is the same deal with Stanley Jordan where so so he's actually doing the whole thing, but it's like what you've just made everything really hard for yourself. Like why not have a bass player? Yeah. And then you play the guitar parts. Yeah. Because so for the people who don't know Stanley Jordan know what I'm talking about. So Stanley Jordan is this guy um I guess he's technically like jazz guitar player and but he plays he taps everything. So he doesn't play with a pick, he doesn't like pluck the strings with his hands. He like he puts both hands on the fingerboard and he plays it like kind of like a piano. And when you watch it, it's visually amazing. You're like, holy crap, like how does this dude do this? But then if you listen to the disc, it's there's <laughs> like you're just like it just sounds like some music. Yeah. And it's one of those deals where it's difficulty for the sake of difficulty. Yeah. And there's no it's like the most inefficient way I could think to do these things. So all the people who are it's either like you probably don't need that many strings. You probably either just need something tuned low with fewer strings or you really just need two people like and yeah. like a bass player and a guitar player. Yeah. There's also a big trend of that kind of yeah, like the two-hand guitar playing on eight strings a lot. And the thing that ha I noticed happens because when, when, when like, two-handed tapping stuff first got kind of big, like... Van Halen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when it kind of, I want to say, sort of reached its, like, functional peak, where, like... That I mean, beach. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you have people play, like, you know, like you said, there's the kind of piano style, which has kind of one purpose. And then there's the kind of, like, the, let me play, like... uh crazy arpeggios with bigger intervals that are oh, hard like to play. Oh, like the string skipping right. arpeggio thing? Yeah. Without but sometimes, like Michael Romeo and right. stuff. But sometimes it's not even really like, yeah, I mean, the, the point is that in a lot of gent bands, you hear this a lot and it's gotten oh, to... The, right. the problem is, right, it's become such a thing on its own that no, almost nobody doing it or, or most people doing it aren't like stopping to listen to the notes that it's not it's, at least it does, sounds like right, they're not no, it's no, like they're just right. saying like they learn they, they keep tapping a bunch of shit until they're like oh this this sounds kind of cool they learned a pattern and they're playing the pattern right yeah, yeah. They, so they're basically and and the problem is like they're not hearing that their pattern isn't like musically coherent right, right? it's not related to what it's like doing. they've spread out the notes well, so far visually <laughs> that it probably looks really cool to them but like when you actually hear it it just sounds like you took like a section of a piano and you just like poke a bunch of keys yeah, well, in a random order so to tie this into the to the recent pope cast <laughs> uh but a lot of this is sort of the baggage of of prog rock oh yeah, yeah definitely definitely the whole thing about prog rock was the sections aren't related. It's just, it was like the more ideas you can cram into your 13 minute song, the better. Right. Yeah. And so when, once people lost the idea that, that, uh, or at least down this path that, you know, the parts of the song had to be related and that music could be developmental, which, you know, we learned from hundreds of years <laughs> of classical music. Yeah. Um, then right, then it's just like, okay, well then throw like okay, this riff is killing it. 
and then throw your craziest trick over top of it right yeah. and that because it used to be like throw your craziest like arpeggiated shred solo over the top but now it's like right like my, my my craziest looking tapping riff whatever where you'll be like oh whoa like what is that and you're like it's something totally unrelated to everything else <laughs> that's why it seems totally incoherent yeah. and random um I also like on top of that to take that like that's one of the things that drives me nuts about Gent is they've taken that a step further and there's like also a whole a, a new kind of riff where like the riff it's like the objective is to make it sound like we threw as many like they've taken a step further like instead of just having like the parts not match up now within a part it sounds like it's assembled from an assortment. Like, okay, we started writing like oh, a chunky yeah, yeah. riff, and then I decided to write a blue, 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 blue tapping part, and then on top of that, there's an extra little... So it's like... And then I, I, I pasted all those together, and I get a gent riff, right? So I get my low... stuff, and then it comes into like... You know, like... It, like they're like... They, they actually want you to know, like, we're using the lowest notes and the highest notes <laughs> and definitely some of the ones in the middle, right? But without any real reason or, or coherence. Right, it's, it. it's, uh, it's approaching Fernie Howe. Yeah. All the, all the notes all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, make it as, as complicated as possible for, you know, not, not in the sake of music, but yeah. just, like, to be a cool guy. Hey, cool guy. <laughs> hey, cool guy. Let's get a pizza, Matt. Let's get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey cool guy um oh if i was i watching where there was some like there was some russian spy named evgeny and i was like evgeny merminsky <laughs> i was like no no <laughs> just think like any any slavic person that you meet named eugene yeah probably would have probably an evgeny evgeny um <laughs> Evgeny, why are you always? Why that berry is always hanging around here? <laughs> I want to practice my English for when I am double. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The it's just it's one of these deals where I feel like it's so far gone, right? It's just yeah. feeding off itself right now. Oh yeah, and hopefully it'll get to this point where, like, in a couple of years, people it, the nine string thing will seem so ridiculous, like the way. That you know, people yeah, exactly, playing, exactly. That's what I try to tell people too. I'm like, eh, don't worry, that I, I saw this happen before. Like, uh, well, the I mean, but actually, sort of the end game in this might actually be just like guitar kind of goes away in general. Like, I yeah. in in or in, in the sense of like, pe not many people are playing it. Yeah, because it's I think it's already happening in terms of because you see like right like Guitar Center is in a lot of, a lot of financial trouble. Yeah, a lot of the guitar shops in New York are closing, and it's not like when all the bookstores closed right yeah. because it's not like everyone went to amazon people yeah. are buying guitars on amazon well they are but they're the shit they're the they're the 99 dollar yeah, guitars yeah. part of it is the devaluation of the guitar too right but it but at the same time like i uh you know i've sold tons and tons of gear over you know the last couple decades and i'm having a really hard time selling gear right yeah. now like sometimes i can sell really expensive stuff that either is popular or was popular at one time but like anything like cool like niche thing that i have or whatever or or maybe something that like say uh like a hidden gem or something that i built that uh you know plays really great but yeah. you know it doesn't have a name on it 
I can't like I can't sell. Yeah. And it's not even like it, it used to be. Uh, and I'm t- talking about New York here. Like you would post something on New York Craigslist and you would get like a ton of people would email you and they'd be like, I'll give you 20 bucks. And you're like, no, it's $600 or whatever. You're like, I'm not selling it to you for 20 bucks. You don't even, those people aren't even around anymore. Yeah. Because I think they like, they won't be able to flip it because there isn't that the buyer. So yeah. it used to be, you would get a ton of these low ballers. And then just after a couple of days, you would get two emails from some people who are legitimately interested. And then, one of them would actually have cash. Yeah. And now it's just like, no, like I've even stuff I've been posting on Craigslist, I've ended up like shipping to somewhere else because there just aren't, there just aren't the buyers. Yeah. Like, people aren't well, playing guitar. Like we were talking earlier about how, yeah, about how the, the sort of uh, market and what's being manufactured is a good way to tell what people are actually buying. Yeah. Um, and that was an interesting thing because I had an argument with, uh, I was trying to explain this to, I mean, guitars obviously are selling less, but uh, there seem to be two main markets. There's like the the nostalgia slash dentist guitar market, and like you know everything vintage and uh, oh yeah, get your relic custom shop. Yeah, and then everything new for that market is just sort of like new and extra pretty, but right, it looks like it should be furniture. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, if you're wondering why your quilt maple top guitar isn't that bright, it's because quilt maple is a softer maple than flamed maple. So if you <laughs> needed that top because of the sound, you need to get flamed maple. Just, just a little tip. That <laughs> one's free. If you are wondering about this, look up where the stuff grows. Yeah. So, uh, but, the, but the other thing is that, uh, like he was trying to be like, you know, nobody's buying these eight string guitars and like they didn't the first year they had them, but Within like two years, it went from, you know, well, we have these like three Ibanezes and nobody bought them. But now it's like every brand has a seven or an eight string. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a seven. Who else has an eight? Uh, well, a lot like Schecter, Ibanez, oh, yeah. Jackson. Schechter. Oh, Let's Jackson listen, does? Literally in the last See, two I didn't years. Know, no, I no. didn't know that Jackson Anybody did. remotely like that is played for metal in the last couple of years suddenly started making an eight string, which is how I know that somebody's fucking buying them. And it's, I think it's the younger people that are younger, they're younger dudes and girls too, actually now, uh, cause it's not, uh, the nineties or whatever. Uh, but yeah, there's, there are younger people <laughs> playing, uh, we're having technical issues. Um, it's fine. There are younger people playing guitar. I don't know how many of them or how many of them are, are able to spend any real money on it. But there is, uh, well, you know, and like, if you go to a periphery show, you're like, Hey, uh, don't you guys have homework or something? Isn't this a school (laughs) night? Like, uh, but they're there and they're buying guitars apparently. And you can tell because like, okay, it's hard. How many signature models does Misha have? Oh man. I think three or something. No, he has four from Jackson. (sighs) Well, yeah, those are actual like production right actually actual jackson like production model but then he now. had but then like i thought he had all this other he had those others but they were all really just like customs that you could get like a copy of basically how many does ola have <laughs> oh man i know because he has the washburn solar which actually i, yeah. I rarely see him pl- i feel like i rarely see him play it yeah, let me just gonna tack that on the end of the episode yeah. like just like move it to the end <laughs> yeah. if you like but like it's the end of the episode and, and then you hear me say it's not that important i'm just talking about the puffiness of my past <laughs> yeah. or lack thereof yeah uh so what are you saying um some uh, traditional eight string 
Yeah, oh, we were talking about how many signature them. models Ola has. Signature, yeah, and signature models. And like, but yeah, seven and eights, like there's a lot of them being made and a lot of, and so somebody's got to be buying them. Uh, it's hard to say. Or all these companies could be bleeding money. Well, we don't and, know because they're not publicly traded. So we right. can't, it's not like we're seeing their numbers. Well, and the funny thing is the ones who I know are bleeding money, though, are not the ones making eight strings. Like Gibson and Fender. Well, right. No, but money. Fender owns Jackson. That's true. But then that's in Fender was going to have an IPO and then they didn't. There has to be a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm my, my guess. This does not constitute financial mm. advice is that the numbers didn't look good. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, no one's going to pay to own this company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and they also well, they also uh, after they acquired everybody. I mean, I heard some stuff that basically they're like, oh, shit, maybe we don't need every guitar company. Well, and then the other thing is, what's that deal with U.S. Music Corp, right? Because I heard that they were sh either shutting down a bunch of lines or shutting down completely. Yeah, that's and, what I'm talking about. Okay, well, so so what, was Washburn in that? I thought so, but I really don't know because, uh, I mean, it's indirectly related, but they're still making those U.S. Strandbergs. Oh, really? From okay. what I can tell, well, yeah. Right, well, and the other thing, well, like I was saying, because Ola's thing... Is right. a Washburn. Right. That's but, like, I, I thought that they were shutting that down, right. but, but then it didn't I, seem to have happened. Right. When I heard that from multiple people, but then, right, there hasn't been, it hasn't happened yet. Right. So I don't know if that's still happening or if that's true or what. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, no. I mean, my guess is, okay, they're clearly, I'm sure there's, uh, guitar sales are not, nobody's thrilled with guitar nobody's sales. Nobody's killing it. But nobody's crushing it. I am I mean I'm just saying I'm at least a little encouraged that there seem to be a fair amount of younger people picking unfortunately with too many strings on their guitars, but a lot of at least they're picking up the guitar, you know. Learn learn to play those six first. Yeah, just exactly. Tune it, tune it down. Yeah. Tune it down, kids. Tune it down. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I mean, I'm hoping the guitar doesn't go away. I don't think it'll go away entirely. I mean, I I don't know. Stuff stuff happens. People play other stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I it doesn't really matter to me either way because it's like, well, I'm gonna do whatever right. I like to do. I like to play guitar yeah. a lot. I'm gonna do a lot of that. Well, yeah, that's why I'm collecting all the guitars now. So when they run out of wood, collect them all. When I don't they run out of wood. I'll well, then you'll them. need an Aristides. You'll well, need I won't, a not right, well, I won't need one, but I'll have that's what I'll, that's what I'll, that's why I shouldn't bother with one now. I'm like, no, man, I'm buying wood guitars while I can get them. <laughs> no, you probably get wood. The problem would be taking it across borders. Yeah, that's the that's the that's a whole other thing. For people who don't know the um, the U.S. Customs Office and stuff, if you so they can seize your stuff if if you can't um, prove like the origin of it, and if they do seize your stuff, you can't get it back. Yeah, because they they say. Well, if we allowed people to get it back, then no one would go through the trouble to get the paperwork until they needed it mm. or, you know, to get it back. And so in order to make sure that people get this, you know, before they try to cross borders, like mm. we make we, you know, you can't get your stuff back. So I'm very scared yeah. to take like if, if you're going to go on tour, don't take your prizes. I oh, yeah, take yeah. your go go get some indonesian ibanez and tour with that yeah because that'll if they seize that you'll be like oh well yeah. i'm out 300 bucks <laughs> um but no but the contrary to that is like there's a huge boom right now in uh like custom guitar making 
because yeah. i remember in the 90s it was this big thing like it's like oh man custom shop like you couldn't get access to any of these custom shops and you still can't like yeah i can't place an order at the ibanez custom shop yeah. because they that exists purely to send like endorses guitars and stuff yeah but there's all kinds of dudes who will make whatever you want like um you know you just basically like i mean obviously not whatever but a lot of times you got to find whomever but i mean that was the whole reason i went to nam last year was to find people because yeah. i have really weird specs in mm -hmm. terms of i want parts they don't manufacture anymore <laughs> where i'm like i will send you the parts you need to put them on a guitar and i'm like and i need the joins done in this way that no one does them like can you do that and uh, i mean i had a lot of guys like mike life was like no he's like that's really cool but yeah that's not what i do like a lot of people you know hey they have their groove and they're not going to do uh, you know they're not going to do some one-off for you because it's not worth their time but but yeah. there are some people who will um yeah and i mean i'm hoping that's what i'm kind of that's that's my thing like i'm part of my thing is i from working in a guitar store i was super annoyed with again like i was saying the devaluation of guitar like you, like there are people who are like well okay i need a cheap starter guitar and they go on amazon and then when it shows up and it's like not remotely set up like somebody puts strings on it and then we're like it's got strings on it. Ship that shit out. Well, some of them actually aren't in intonatable. Like, yeah, I've encountered oh, yeah, no, ones they're made that, like, wrong. Yeah, right, they're yeah. made with the wrong measurements and and uh, and the fretwork is horrible. Yeah, that's the point. It's like they're they're or like the nut is messed. They're up. way beyond subpar. Yeah, and the thing is, I I know because I they then they bring them into Sam Ash or wherever their shop is to get it fixed or tuned or whatever. They're like, wait, why can't I tune? How do I tune? Well, the best is when people bite them. They're like. Okay, so they bring the guitar. I'm like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, it went out of tune. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> that's gonna cost you. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, th th this might happen again. Uh, <laughs> why don't I just give you my number? You call me, and then whenever you need <laughs> Yo, a I'll tune, be right there. I'll be right there. Just like fifty bucks. That's yeah, that's pretty reasonable, right? I'll just come over to your, to your guitar for fifty bucks. Uh, yeah. So, ah, uh, fucking people. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, like, the only guitar that, like, if I, I tried, I, I go back and forth, but occasionally I would try the honesty approach as, like, a, like, like, sales technique, like, yeah. like, honestly, anything under 500 bucks is a piece of garbage, and, uh, and sometimes that worked, because it was true, and yeah. sometimes people would be like, they do the whole thing where they just refuse to right. accept that right. certain th things cost certain. They're like, like, yeah, you're but just like, trying to upsell me. But could I get like, what if, could I get a guitar that's like as good as that $500 one, but for like $300? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Give me a proposal for how that could happen. And <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, <laughs> the honest answer is go on Craigslist. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, no, but yeah. I'm not like going to get a commission. Back. Right. Also, you well, won't yeah. be able to tell which one well, to buy, it's, right? It's the, re the the supposed reasoning for like selling. That's the other thing. I'd be like, well, yeah, you can get a used guitar. You can get the $500 one, get a used one for $300. And they'd be like, oh, I don't want a used one. Like, well, then oh, you I should buy, pay more money. Yeah, right. like, I, buy every, I buy everything how, used. How does commerce work? I don't understand. Why can't I get a better thing for the same money? It's like, because, because. Uh, Are you a juggalo? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that's, yeah, that's the part of the thing. But uh, I will say, and like the first year that we had the eight strings, it was like your options are $2,000 or 400 That $400 eight string, that's never going to be in tune, <laughs> ever. Well, well, the strings never, you're never going to be able to know what the pitch is. Right, it's gonna be like, right. <laughs> pretty, pretty sweet, pretty sweet tone on that uh we should record a gent song without <laughs> guitars where we just go like 
and then distort it? <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty smooth. Sorry, that sounded like it went up and back down, like in in the right like pitch order. That doesn't. That it doesn't only fit. goes up. That's the other thing too. Yeah. It goes. It can't. It, they don't go up and down. Yeah. They go. Right. No, it can't sound like it goes in like a coherent order, or like makes a chord or something. It can't sound like an actual arpeggio. It could sound like a diminished chord. It could. I yeah. feel like that's acceptable. It is. That, yeah. Because they listen to enough Cannibal Corpse albums to know that <laughs> yeah. the, the right. Alex well, no, they, Webster yeah, bass well, tapping they, in minor in minor yeah. thirds only minor thirds and down. Right. They know how to find dissonances, but like not why they exist. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't even. Yeah. I didn't know that so many people were making eights and nine. I mean, I just knew. I just know what Ivan yeah. puts out because I always. I always look and hope they will start making correct bridges again, but yeah, they I, never do. Ibanez and Schechter both have nines. Jackson at least has eights. Um, I mean, a lot of more expensive, smaller brands started doing eights. That's a big part of the custom thing. There's a ton of custom seven and eights, and a lot of there's a brand like Strictly Sevens, which is literally brands that just exist to make seven strings for people who don't well, want to pay. Like now they're thing is really strictly erg right yeah it's yeah. the same like the the website also i don't think they're very good but no we played them in nam and i thought it sounded really bad yeah and i thought their xfx patch sucked and, and i thought their I, headphones well, and, sucked yeah. and i thought the fan the fan on that guitar was like so insane i was like yeah. how do i play this yeah and uh yeah and there's a lot of like well you can even even online you see a lot of people who are just like yeah those aren't those aren't that good. Well, and they used to make the Strandbergs, the U.S. Strandbergs. The Strictly 7 guys? They did the first run, and they were shitty, so they didn't have them do it again, and they went to the U- uh, U.S. Washburn uh, custom shop. Mm. Okay. I was I was unaware. Or maybe not custom shop, U.S. Washburn factory, whatever. Right, the factories. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but, like, yeah... Well, so who else is making it? You said like some smaller. Um, well, okay. Let me first. Let me try to think if there's anybody else big. Uh, and that's probably it. I mean, is ESP making anything or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. ESP. Yeah, Javi. Uh, the other Javier. Oh, what the fuck, Javier Reyes, the other guy in Animals as Leaders, <laughs> uh, is now he plays an ESP. He now has a sign, like a signature or at least custom ESP. Um and yeah so they're doing them too yeah that's the thing anybody again anybody who makes like vaguely pointy or metal ish guitars was like let's put some more strings on them oh comparison makes eight. Oh yeah 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 comparison just uh came out with them last year or this year and then uh oh, what was the other one? um <laughs> they don't make a charvel eight do they no <laughs> but they do they don't make a kramer eight do they uh no <laughs> But that's but Kramer is owned by Gibson and Gibson no, are I know. fucking idiots have no idea what the hell's going. Nobody remotely like. Well, no, and there's if you've read any of the, there's a lot of articles about the big dust ups people have had with their yeah. CEO. Yeah, because they're just yeah, like uh, yeah, and uh, and and no, the factory is an assembly line. Well, that and, has no like luthiers involved in it. Yeah, well, and I've I've heard things about yeah. that factory, which yeah. I don't know, like. If they're not true and I repeat them here, might be yeah, well, we like don't need to get into problematic. Like, right. But I've heard not good things yeah. about 
what goes on yeah. at that factory. What I yeah, like I said, what I just said is pretty much what I've heard, which is that there's they basically just hire people. It's an assembly line. They hire people to do one thing. They don't necessarily understand it, and there's not really quality control. Is the main thing. There's like at the end of the line, like we would sometimes get uh guitar like Gibson's like expensive Gibson's into Sam Ash that would you know have like the bridge misaligned or something it'd be some horrible fuck up and then and then that's and then to take it a step further then you're like hey Gibson and they're like oh, did oh, did they did they break another oh, you know just like oh, because right they've dealt with it. so many of them like right, they're yeah. just and, uh, worn out yeah and and we had shit where it was like the stores and and then it's kind of like okay well they'll probably send you another one and, and do something. But then sometimes it's like a customer and they're like, so I got the guitar I ordered, but it's broken. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I sent it, oh, I sent it back so soon. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, just, what? I should, oh, just, you know, like, they're like, not like, okay, great. Well, let's take care of that for you. No, they're just yeah. like, oh, you people keep calling. You think <sighs> yeah, like, why do you, you keep... gave us your money? Like we would be Wait, done. We already have your money. Like, why do you want, like, what do you want from us? Oh, you just want a guitar that works? Just what? go right, exactly. away. That's the general attitude. And I mean, there were even occasionally like, cause like the one thing I try to be is like, well, you know, some of the custom shops are nice guitars, but they should be because they're five thousand or more. Yeah, and uh, but then even the custom shop, occasionally you're like, how is there not quality control on a custom shop instrument? You know, right? Like the dude building it should have been like, yeah, oh, yeah. like some of the shit that just you're like, how did this show up in the store? You know, how did this get to here? And without some sort of like B stock thing, right? You know? Wouldn't it, like wouldn't it have been cheaper to have someone play it? Then like pay to ship us yeah exactly stuff back and forth yeah and, yeah I don't but know. you know half the dudes who are gonna buy it are just gonna put it on the wall in their dentist office or their uh blues law office because <laughs> they're a blues lawyer i made so i made blues law. i made some max effects patches uh one was called blues lawyer <laughs> and then the second one instead of i was too lazy to find the two i just put an S at the end. It's blues. Also, it was a mix of a couple amps. So, oh, yeah. Blues lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Should make a patch called uh, Dentist Guitar, but like it's just <laughs> blank. It doesn't make any sound because you don't. The input and output aren't connected. <laughs> yeah, it's not connected to anything. You plug it in, but then you're just like. You can use. Oh, the, yeah, that's pretty sweet. You can use the tuner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so you don't have to take it into the shop when it goes oh, out yeah, of tune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can't afford that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I tune my own guitars now. Yeah. No, I I use locking nuts. I never have to tune my stuff. Yeah. How I, lazy I am. Me too, most of the time. Yeah, I don't know. But so, yeah, I feel like the thing that's lacking, part of the reason that this goes on is there, uh, so for a minute, right, there were, uh, you could buy a couple, ex like, longer scale lengths, but only you know six or seven string guitars but that's i feel like yeah, that's like there was dropped a brief, off right there was a brief like let's make baritones instead of sevens right now, i had an ibanez mmm1 which is yeah. like 28 and a half or something and then there was, a, there was there were some new baritones that popped up see this is what i was saying like even Did, like oh, didn't ernie ball have one um yeah yeah well i think because petrucci used them and Petruch. so they made some just for him and then i think they they made some to actually like sell the people or whatever but 
like even like Fender has Fender and Gibson both have some like random baritone models. Like that's how close they get to some of that. Mm-hmm. Although like well obviously Fender owns Jackson and there's actually some Fender like seven strings and stuff. Um, so they get like they they mess with it because they have the other brands or whatever. But then Gibson is just like you want a Les Paul, you you you, you want a Les Paul, but like but like 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 the knobs are different and like like there's a switch on it. Hey, how about a Les Paul? Oh, oh, actually, no. Here's the uh, I'm sorry, here's the best part about Gibson this year, is that um, from what I can tell, just about every USA Gibson guitar this year, and they advertise this like a like you know, like a like a great exciting feature uh, has the like electronic robot tuning. Yeah, the robot yeah. tuning, which uh, if you've never used it, is a horrible, horrible. piece of garbage, yeah. and basically, I, I can't recommend anyone. I mean, I don't recommend buying new gibsons in general uh right but, I, I wouldn't either right but like if for 1984 some, right but if for some reason you were earlier. considering it don't buy one from this year because they all have this fucking tuner thing on it which a doesn't work very well b most people don't need to tune to five different tunings c if you did tune to five different tunings you don't have the right string gauges for most of them yeah and finally it makes changing i i changed strings on i more than once i guess but the first time i did it it took like 20 minutes and i had to like look up how to do it because of the way that the strings have to be wound into the freaking things for it to work you know it's it's awful it's so fucking bad and you don't even know this until you buy one and then you're like Uh, how do you how do you how do you change the fucking strings on this thing can you just take the machine heads off though it you looks put new ones on uh yeah i mean you have to take the whole thing out but yeah you could do well, that. but i'm saying you could leave the bridge but, intact yeah yeah the bridge yeah, is fine okay you it's just all have to headstock. change the headstock right. okay. but what's so crazy is like like a year or two ago uh well last year this was an option right right and we were trying to like sell people up to it but i guess uh because that didn't work they decided to make it mandatory like just raise the price yeah just raise the price on all of them have you seen the PV thing, the tuning thing? No. Uh, so I saw vi- there's a video of this. I haven't actually touched one, so I don't know if it's. But I'm wondering if it's the same horribleness. It's probably similar. I mean, this, it started off as a third party thing, right? And they even advertised it as that brand. And then this year is when I think they changed the name, and they probably worked out a deal to like give them specific. Like I guess they were like, well, if we put them on all the guitars, well, they're like, right, we get a price break if we yeah. order, you know x number of parts yeah. and then we can just and then still charge 300 dollars on the tag price for it right except that you can't change strings very well uh well no it's the thing and so it looks that's okay like, if you're putting it on your wall right. you don't need to change the strings that's true it it looks like it's gonna be easy like you take off a little like uh locking piece and then you think oh it's gonna be like a locking thing right you're just gonna put a new string in and then tighten that thing back up but no you have to wrap it at like yeah, it has to wrap around a certain way oh. so that the machine can go both ways. Right, no, I now it makes sense. Because, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people, right, who don't know how to change strings, like, I would get their guitars, and you're like, okay, you've, you've, you've wrapped it the wrong way because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> right, the robot has no way of knowing. Yeah. And it would guide the string it the has wrong to, way. You have to guide it or else it'll, yeah, yeah it'll It has these it weird wrong. little grooves, and you got to, like, go through, like, one on one side and then wrap it around on the other side and then once yep. you do that and tighten the thing back in then it's like there but like oh the best and by best i mean worst part um <laughs> in order 
so if you just manually turn the machine heads, yeah. like they go nowhere. Like it technically turns, but you have to turn it like you know a hundred times instead of once to mm-hmm. tune like a step or something. Right. The r- you're saying the gear ratio is like a million to one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but there's the thing that if you uh, you have to like put it in a certain mode so that the directional pad on it can uh, control just winding, right? So you set it to a so in order to put the strings on, you have to set it to a mode where you just like you push up right. just to go. Right. It, it's like it it's up. like a car transmission. You're cha- you're moving over to the other gauge so that the gear ratio is something that you can actually turn. Yeah. Well, right. and, and again, like you have to basically set it to push the button just to turn the thing, and then it's still fairly slow. It's a little better because that's like the speed it at least like almost like tunes at. Well, it tunes a little faster than that sometimes, but. Anyway, so yeah, so that's the, horrible. They've right. taken a process that it's is, really horrible. That has been fine for most of a century. I, I changed strings on one and once, and it. then I was like, "No one should ever buy this. <laughs> this is horrible." Like, and sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it just won't. Sometimes it's one of the things where, like, yeah, once in a while, you you set it to a tuning, and you go bring, and it goes, and it's in tune, and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. That's that's pretty fancy how it did that." And oh, it could just change tunings for me live and stuff. But, you know, like most, uh, like even just a regular tuner, the sensor doesn't always right. pick it up right. And so sometimes you're sitting there and you're playing one string because it can't get that one fucking string right. in tune. you can't find the fundamental. Right. And so you're like, what the fuck? And so, so it's like, but if I just had a guitar, I could just <laughs> tune it because I'm a musician. And that's the thing you learn how to do. The day you buy the guitar, right. right? Chances are, if you know how to play the guitar, you probably you should know how to <laughs> like right. Tune. This okay. is right in right in theory. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that whole thing about the demise of the guitar. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not helping. Well, no, because so many people they still think like they look to like Fender and Gibson and stuff. Right. And like, and the thing is, Fender does. Uh, you know, I have a Fender from like just a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's an amazing, amazing guitar. Yeah. I think it's one of the best ones fender ever made they're and yeah they're actually making like at least the, the fender fender is like american stuff is is really decent yeah, these the, days no and, and uh, consistent yeah but like yeah gibson it's another problem but that's i mean that's what most yeah. people think about because most people that when they think like oh like i'm gonna go play guitar they're like should i get a strat or a less ball yeah yeah and you're like probably neither <laughs> but there's a lot of other guitars you get uh, you should get a luke you should get one with eight strings on it <laughs> I mean, nine if they've got it, but... Nine if they've got it, but if you have to, you can, you can make do with eight. You can get, like, a nine-string fanned squiggly fret. <laughs> that, that would be... Oh, man. That would be the... That'd probably be optimal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't don't get your hopes up, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. At least, I feel like the one thing that's going in its favor, though, is... You know, like I used to have a wall of amplifiers, right? And yeah. They were very expensive, very heavy, and very loud. And now I can just play software, like, uh, yeah. and a lot of the stuff. And even like my requirements for being able to do that are insanely high, right? Yeah. So for most people, they can just get like, uh, there's tons of stuff for for iPad now, right? Like um, bias, like positive period bias. Oh yeah, yeah. And like. Um, I know there are some other ones I can't remember right now, or even if you don't want to do like that, like, so like Eventide as a thing now, um, what's it called? It's like the E8 or something. I, I can't remember, but, um, where it's basically like 
all that stuff just in a pedal. And like the new Line 6, it's all that stuff in did, a pedal board. Did you see they announced the X8? Yeah. Yeah, that they're, they're all in one pedal board? Yeah, but it's I don't know that there's amp models in there. No, the, they, they, there's another one that has amp models. Oh. The FX8 is oh. just effects. Oh, okay. They announced the Axe8. That was the thing with the dude playing... Uh, some Toto song, and I was like, oh, "He picked a pretty smooth, pretty smooth yeah. song." They just announced the price; that. it's thirteen ninety nine. Oh, so it's cheaper than the Helix. Yeah. Now it do, it only has like eight blocks. That's the thing; it okay. is limited. It only does eight does blocks. It, have it only VH, does one amp. Does it have a VHD deliverance? Sixteen. It has more. This, all the same amps. Here's here's all the quantum amps here's, and and uh, user cabs. At least here's what I need: eight blocks. Yeah. I need uh, so I need a uh, EQ, wah drive uh the amp another eq uh the cab uh the reverb and then um the gate so i can do it in eight like oh that's not true no the new patch i need the multiband compressor so maybe if i drop out some of these eqs yeah and there's like play maybe i oh no here's what i can do i'm gonna have a different patch that has the wah engaged and so it's kind of different. Yeah. Okay. And there's, and I, the, I heard there's, I need one EQ just for the wah. Okay. So the only other, I could do it. The only other limit I heard was, I think it's supposed to have all, has all the quantum models. And I think they said all the factory cabs. I don't know how much room for user cabs there is. Here's the thing is the inner, you know how the helix interface is like crazy and you can do it right from the thing. Is yeah. it the same way or do you need to do X at it? Um, no, it's got, uh, I mean, it's got a screen, yeah, but it's I got, got the knobs. Cr- yeah, but I hate the, I hate the, it has knobs with like screen on the, on with, the axe with too. live LED. Well, it depends what you're adjusting. At least as far as adjusting amps, it has physical knobs with like LED lights that match sure. to the thing. But like, so I want to change the amp to be KT88s, like, you know, cause it has that thing, yeah. right? Where you can change the tubes and stuff. Like, do I need to right. then go use? Well, you're probably going to want to use Axe Edit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not that much. See, not the, that different. Yeah, but the, that's the thing. The Helix one is like the interface is killing oh, it. Yeah, no, no. But it doesn't have do good models, as far as I can tell. Yeah, but this thing, no, this thing sounds great. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. Eventually, I'm about to get one of these, but um, just for like local stuff, at least, just because it'd be so easy, just to have one, one board that does everything. Well, I would like to not. Right now, I have cabling run everywhere because I because it like runs to my power amps and stuff, and then I have it running to the computer and the recording rig and everything it'd be way easier if i could just have like like a one little thing yeah well i mean yeah uh i mean it's worth looking into the uh it's only 1300 bucks yeah like yeah the the main difference between that and the fx one i found out is that the fx one is designed for like four cable method with like an amp Mm -hmm. and as part of that i guess they did extra routing uh, extra routing extra like like low noise crap you know oh okay and, and to like time it and stuff better whatever so it's more designed for that oh it has it probably has lower latency yeah and yeah, yeah. okay um but otherwise the only difference is it doesn't have the amps and yeah so well, they that's actually the thing. Said, when i like, saw that i was like why would right. anyone buy this well, here's what they the said helix has right. amps and it's the same price right and and so that that's the idea is that the axe eight is people were like how much more is the axe eight going to be because they hinted at it, but they didn't have the price at first. And they're like, is it going to be, it's got to be a lot more, right? Because there's the amps. The reason it's not a lot more is because uh, all that other stuff in the FX8 mm-hmm. makes that one much better for four cable method if you don't want amps. So if you don't want amps, 
that right. is way better and for it. The but connector's you, probably added right. some cost. Yeah. But if exactly, exactly. And if you do want amps, then you don't need all that extra fancy shit because somebody's like, well, could you four cable method with the X8? Like, why does, would you fucking want does to? It have an, does it have an FX loop, though? Can I plug yeah. my Eventide into it? Yeah, it has an that's, FX loop. Because I still need, because that's a problem. Like, even this, the, I can't program my the Eventide stuff into the Axe. Like, I can get it super close, but then I have no processing power left yeah. to do like a cab sim or anything like that. So it's either like, it's one way or the other. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure it has an FX loop. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, does it have direct out kind of USB to do reamping? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, I should just read the product document. Yeah. yeah. Instead well, they, of, I like, mean, asking you, right. Well, I mean, again, they like just, I don't even know if all that info is up yet. It's very recent. They just announced the price like two days ago. Okay. Oh, well, and I could probably just ask Matt. Yeah. Not well, there's, you. there's a, there's a sub forum <laughs> for it now too. They made an, a fractal sub forum. Oh, so, okay. Um, what's a forum? <laughs> <laughs> um it's where i find out what they suppose i was trying to I, I was trying to find out that Twitter thing about like blues lawyers so remember i said like before quantum they were all like g3 or yeah. whatever and then they were like like you were waiting for them to g3 all the amps and then quantum came out and so at, like a bunch of other people i was like wait so did you did you G three all the amps and then quantum them or did you just quantum them which made G three and they basically were like yeah so we're not going to tell you what any of that means because basically our competitors have been uh like way more on a, trying to like rip off ideas and stuff so just it's it's quantum now and it's it's all good so just yeah I think just I, shut up that I, was basically the response my, was like yeah my guess was that the yeah. the quantum is just a different thing yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. and it was yeah and I think it sounded like well part of the G3 that was interesting is it sound again if you were following it on the forum there were certain amps they specifically were like we were physically looking for one of these so we can like remodel it yep for the for the new thing and so some of them I think like they may not have done that yet but it doesn't really matter it's just a matter of when they get one like like there was a big thing about the 2C plus and then they finally got one of Petrucci's. Like they got him to lend him one of his like yeah. collection. Well, right, and they had the same. There were some. Didn't Paul Gilbert lend him some amp or I something? Think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, but that was the thing. Like basically, and they uh, and before the Petrucci one, they were like he apparently just like watches. He just buys up old amps, right? That yeah. he could he could model and shit. Um, but yeah but then for quantum yeah so i found i looked i found the thread right i was like where's the thread where the other guys with the same question are asking it and i found it and the answer was yeah shut up it's quantum now like basically we can't discuss why it was called one thing and then the other like it sounds great you just be happy right right like we're not gonna come we can't over explain everything because they do like to tell you a lot of the times what like he likes to be like yeah well now it models the the caps and for like the boosts and whatever and shit like really specific and then he's like okay well we probably shouldn't tell you everything about how we're doing this but yeah i mean my thing was just like does it sound right yet yeah yeah and that was my thing was like okay is it gonna have the same amp sim quality and it it does and i rarely use two amps so i was like i mean for simple local shit yeah i have some clean patches where where i use two amp blocks um but those aren't even like the best ones in my opinion yeah like all my all the like i've definitely done made a number of patches where it's like i mix mix amps mix cabs stuff but but all the best ones it's usually like yeah i just uh you know just use 
one amp, either yeah. VHD Deliverance 60 more or the uh, the matchless that they have in there. It's like, okay, I think it's a DC 30. Yeah. It's not a Chieftain. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. I think it's a DC 30 that for the clean tone. Okay. And then the bad cat when I want to blues lawyer it up. <laughs> um, and if you're listening to this right now, those sirens are in the podcast and the popo is not coming for you. They've been going on for a while. I mean, they might be coming for you. It's, was but... there a Giants game today? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Because I feel like there's been a lot of noise. I was going to say earlier because I heard, well, also my windows are open. That's yeah. part of it. But yeah. uh, but I thought it was funny because I was like, just so you know, the cops aren't coming for you. Well, they might be, but they're also <laughs> in the podcast. Um, but yeah, the Axe Effects is the magic black box of the future that. Uh, yeah, well, I feel like because I remember growing up, I had like there was a lot of time where it just like you just had a terrible tone. Yeah, right? and well, you're like, just like this sucks. Like it sucks to play on this. Right. And I, the biggest leap for me actually wasn't when I fixed my amp. It was when I got an Ibanez, and I was like, oh, like everything plays easily now. Like I'm yeah. actually way better than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but but I feel like right if you were starting out now and like all you have to do is get a decent guitar because. Yeah there's just software and yeah. you can plug into it and it will sound good. And and the other thing is you don't even have to know how to dial tone it because yeah. you can just download someone else's patches yeah. that does know how. So it's like here. Yeah. So you can sound like bulb just like everybody else. You're amp with all the settings. Well, it's like the superior drummer thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You sound like, no, yeah, I don't know. I downloaded his patches and I didn't use them. I was like, oh. Thomas Haka plays drums for everybody now. Yeah, right. Well, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people will figure it out. Like, I, the other thing is, you know, I have a graduate degree in computer music. So, yeah, I was able to be like, you know what this patch really needs? <laughs> it's a multi band compressor. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, my thing, um, I, like, I had a, uh, I still have a, I think it's original pod. I like, I don't think it's even 2.0. The bean. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, one of the original, uh, first or maybe second generation, but before like they literally called it 2.0. Yeah. At least. I think um, I had a 2.0 and I just used it for demos and I was never, it was like demoable, but I was always like, yeah, the tone's not good enough though. Like people would be like, Oh, it sounds good. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It sounds like shit. It's sounds just like a fizz. demo. Yeah. But you know, you make do and whatever. And, uh, so it was it wasn't until like uh the Axe Ultra that I first plugged into a modeler of any kind and was like, Oh shit, I can I can use this. Right. Like this is this is this'll do. Right, and now there's a bunch. That'll do right. Axe now effects. you now you don't right. need specialized hardware. You can yeah. just use your iPad. Yeah. Exactly. And uh Yeah, so I like uh I, I still wanna have an Axe two just because you can do obviously way more crazy weird stuff with like you said you can get like kind of close to like even tight kind of stuff uh but i would totally still want to get one of those like axe eight pedal board ones just it would be so easy to like because i'm trying to get the the closest i've got to getting the axe that portable is that i was looking at getting like a two button midi switch mm -hmm. so i could bring it to like just you know something like that's not worth bringing a huge rig like an open mic yeah just bring the the, the axe in like a two-space rack bag stick that in a corner somewhere 
and just use a twoze button switch to switch between patches. So yeah. not bring you know bring the right, NFC right. for like a right. for like a blues jam. <laughs> <laughs> like hold on guys, let me get my uh, five harmonizer. You know let like me tech out. Yeah, like my uh, my ambient uh, gent patches. Let me get, let me get my. Boom, boom, fan, would you take your fan fret eight string to the blues jam? I did. Yeah, I did just to be like. Did I did I did I do it wrong? Like I, I well the problem. Okay, did so people laugh? The problem is nobody saw it because the two times I've I've gone to this jam, um, I didn't have anything like really prepared, so I just came for like the jam part. But the jam part is like the first forty five minutes when nobody's Nobody there. there yet. Yeah. So uh, in fact, I was I, I when I went to it uh, last week, I went to one and. Uh, I was running like 40 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm feel so bad. I'm, I'm running so late. I'm going to miss the whole opening jam when nobody's there. Nobody's there, but I still want to jam, right? Right. Partially for my own, like, yeah, if I get this jam. Nobody's here, so they won't mind if I like over, because I always. If you overplay. Right, because I'm always like trying to like, <laughs> like keep it under control. Don't get out of Right, exactly. I'm always. Then you're like, but you just have to end it with right exactly uh so i was trying to keep it under control but uh but i figured fuck it yeah let me bring like last time i brought the eight string i didn't this time but uh this time i showed up late and it was still did you take did you take my sc <laughs> my real no. smooth my real smooth um, guitar i sold you no that's the one that actually jamie was borrowing for brutal chains because oh. he needed a oh, guitar yeah. to tune to drop drop c um, although now he, he bought a seven string, so I don't know if we're going to switch to sevens for that, but I like the idea of drop C because when else would I play drop C? Never. But for that band, it is the correct <laughs> tuning. Also, it turns out all, like most pop songs are in C. Right. Because that's like, how they, that's how they I write was, them. Right. I w- but I was going to like, finger right, so here's what I was going to do. I was going to like figure out the, the chord progressions, and then just reduce them, them to number chord progressions yeah, right. and then play them all in the same key. But instead they were all in C. C yeah. And I was like, oh, you fucking assholes. So, uh, well, it's like Irving Berlin had a transposing piano because he wrote, he only could play an F sharp, like all black keys. Oh, yeah. And so he, so he could move it to C. Um, but like, yeah, everyone else just plays in C. Yeah. So, uh, but no, but I did, uh, no, the time I brought the eight string though, the other thing that went wrong aside from nobody hearing it is that Jamie decided to play bass. And yeah. so I was like, uh, "You're like I got those notes." Yeah, I couldn't go down there because all of a sudden, it, like I'd be trying to like, like he would be trying to like, you know, keep the foundation for me, and I'd be like, "Well, if I go down to those notes, then it just sounds like I'm trying to like play another bass line, and it uh, it doesn't doesn't work." So, right. So I was like, "Yeah, it, it doesn't." I was like, "Next time, don't play bass." And then this time, I just brought like a six string, and was like, "Fuck it, blues jam it is." <laughs> but I had been listening to like a ridiculous amount of zappa and it definitely came through a little like i was like no okay play on i was playing like so off so much yeah that i was like i I feel like this might be too weird because i was like okay gotta rein it in a little bit they might think i'm terrible right right they might (laughs) might not sound intentional i know that what i'm playing is like should be blowing your minds but you might just think i'm off or like up my own ass it's jazz it's jazz baby exactly jazz yeah I listen to the notes he's not playing. I can listen to those at home. There weren't many of those though, because I play all the notes. I played all the notes. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. But one of these days, I'm gonna actually like prepare something so I can play when there's people there during the actual. What kind of something would you prepare? 
I don't know. What uh, a fool believes? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be kind of tricky with just like me and a guitar and like random people that I like at the last minute get to back me up. Um, okay, maybe some Hall notes. I was just going to do some like backing track shredders. And, oh. like, like make some up that I, that Jamie can play like the rhythm part too. Be like, just chill on that. Like just basically give just them a better. E. Boom, boom, just boom, give, well, boom, 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 basically boom, just come up boom. with a better groove to solo over than like the default blues thing. Cause whatever it's, they, uh, well, I got it for you. It's the baseline is E. It goes boom, 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 right, and then it's A, <laughs> like the same, same line. So you just go, and then like you just move it over a string. Yeah, 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 yeah. E to A, back to E. For a second, I thought you were gonna go. It's like boom, 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 boom. Wait, that's Black Star. Yeah. Um, no, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's, totally. That's yeah. the formula, right? I just wanted a you little vamp, more of you vamp like, on E, right? You go to A. Well, whatever they go back I mean, to E. Actually, uh, uh, Jamie randomly like picked out a much more interesting progression. I mean, not that much more interesting. It was still basically a blues progression, but with like a 13 chord thrown in. And I was like, Jamie, is that a 13? <laughs> now we're cooking with blues it was still pretty much a blues jam but but it gave that was the one where it gave me enough where i was like oh man i'm starting to do all my like outside weird like like uh like i'm trying to go for this like zappa if he like ever practiced the guitar kind of thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of what i'm going but uh yeah so uh it didn't totally blow their minds but uh that's because there was only like two people there <laughs> But there's always like the one guitar player who was there to be like, hey, that was that was pretty, pretty, pretty smooth. It's pretty smooth. But yeah, I don't know. Like if I I mean, I could totally do like if the actual supposed to get together with the the yacht fusion, whatever band sometime soon. Just waiting on the bass player, of course. But. Well, it's not that important. Just talking about the puffiness of my vest. <laughs> You're totally going to leave that. 